Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hey, real quick. In order to support the podcast, I need the help of some great advertisers, but I want to make sure those advertisers are ones that you actually want to hear about. And in order to do that, I need to learn a little bit more about you in order to bring on the right advertisers. So if you could do me a quick favor... That is, can you go to podsurvey.com slash new mindset? And there you could take a quick anonymous survey that will help me get to know you a bit better so we can bring on the right advertisers. We can bring on advertisers that you don't want to skip. So that's all. Quick favor, if you could just visit podsurvey.com slash new mindset. And once you've completed the survey, you can enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions apply. But that's all you have to do. It's a quick favor. It would mean a lot to me. Podsurvey.com slash new mindset. Hello and welcome to the new mindset who dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram and this is my weekly podcast where I create short no BS episodes dedicated to helping you become the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a purposeful and fulfilling life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 570. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today, uh, the headline, the, the title is not something you would normally hear me say. Uh, and that's because I would never say something like that. <laughs> something like, don't ever say these five phrases. They scare off men. Or women never want to hear you say these five things. I would never give advice like that. And so really, this episode is actually me reacting to an article I saw that was headlined like that. It said, here's a bunch of things you should never say to a guy. And I want to react to this, not just to analyze what, you know, what I think is a somewhat bad take, but to give a more mindful approach to this idea of being afraid of saying certain things to men or to women or to whoever and being afraid to do so because we think it's too much or too honest, or too whatever, and if we say those things, we'll lose that person. I don't think any list of things to say or not say is fair to men, to women, to whoever. Instead of compiling lists of what not to say because men don't like XYZ or women don't like XYZ, how about instead we focus on building a relationship where you can actually speak your mind, and where if something comes out wrong, or a bit too much, or weird, so what? If they're the right person, they'll get what you mean, or they'll ask for clarity without running away. Lists like these, again, no offense to articles like this, but, you know, because there actually were some good ones in there that, yeah, you probably shouldn't say, <laughs> which I'll review in a second. But for the most part, this fear mongering about saying the wrong thing 
is just another way that we end up playing small in life. Because in the right relationship, in a healthy relationship, your words would never break it. They'll make it stronger. They'll Sure, there'll be miscommunications. There will be times where you should say things and shouldn't say things. Yes, we're being practical. We're not living in the, the land of la-la self-help. But the words you say will be less about causing offense and they'll be more about opening doors to better understanding and mutual empathy. So the bottom line is if you're constantly worried about saying the wrong thing, you know, maybe it's not the script, the list that needs changing, it's the audience. So to repeat somewhat of a cliche, but one that I wholeheartedly agree with, it's that you can't say the wrong thing to the right person. You can't say the wrong thing to the right person because they're the right person. So let's dive into what that means. But first, the article in question, it basically listed out a bunch of things to never say to a man. And to my point, there were some ones in there that, yeah, I don't think you should say to anyone. (laughs) One was all men are jerks. Yeah, I don't think anyone wants to hear a generalization about their gender. Sure, that's kind of a red flag that someone would think that way. Another was never say my ex would never do this. Yeah, agreed. That kind of comparison is unfair. I'd say talking about your ex a lot is a bit of a red flag. So those are good. Kudos to them. (laughs) But then the article listed out some ones that really made me convinced that we collectively, you, me, all of us, we are in our own heads too much. We are getting in our own way. We are creating much more difficulty for ourselves, distracting ourselves from creating the right relationship. Instead of doing that, we're focused on scripts, on rules, on lists, and we're moving further away from what we should be focused on. So a couple of ones specifically here that (laughs) admittedly kind of triggered me. It said, quote, never ask a man, what are you thinking about right now? That's what it said. It said, quote, you don't really want to know what he's thinking. You want to know if he's thinking about you and if he's thinking about the relationship. You don't want to hear he's thinking about fantasy football or whatever nonsense is swirling around up there, end quote. What? (laughs) What? Another one said, never ask a guy, what are we? Quote, guys don't like having the talk. And the fact is, in the right relationship with someone who is on the same page as you, there really isn't a need to have a formal discussion about the relationship. End quote. Uh, I don't know how to feel about that. (laughs) You you probably know how I feel about that. The right person would love to have a conversation about your relationship. Of course, guys don't like having the talk. That's an unfair generalization. Come on. Another one, quote, never ask a guy, where have you been? Guys don't want to feel like you're keeping tabs on them. End quote. What? You can't check up on someone and ask them, what's up? Where have you been? What have you been up to? One last one. It said, quote, never ask a guy, so when am I going to hear from you again? This just comes across as desperate and needy, almost like you're expecting not to hear from him. It's better to assume he likes you and assume you'll hear from him. End quote. You can't make plans for the future. You can't ask for clarity. Come on. So that's just a couple there. And again, I have no ill will towards whoever wrote that, but I doubt they're writing those things from experience. More likely, they're writing it because the internet says this. This is internet dating advice. It begs the question, what planet are we living on where we can't ask someone we're close with or we're getting close with, what are you thinking about right now? What's on your mind? What planet are we on where we can't ask for clarity in regard to our relationship status? What planet are we on where we can't ask someone, where have you been? What have you been up to? What planet are we on where we can't ask someone, hey, when do you want to hang out next? What are you thinking about? What's up? Where you, where's your head at? Now, obviously, I'm sure we could find examples 
where we said those very things, where we asked a man or a woman those very questions, and the act of doing that for some reason turned that person off. For them, it was too much, it was too intrusive, it was too personal, it was too early, whatever. But that's exactly the point. That's exactly the point. That's great news. That's fantastic news that it turned them off. That's them giving you clarity and showing you with as much clarity as humanly possible that they're not for you. That's who they are. They're, they've just been hiding it. And you saying that thing brought it out of them. That's great news. That's clarity for you. But when we're reading lists and buying into this <laughs> propaganda, that's us hiding our honest, fine, totally okay questions and never realizing that. So my reaction to all of these dating rules and lists and things to say and not say, I certainly take them with empathy. I genuinely do. Some people might not want to be asked what they're thinking about or don't want to talk about where you stand with them. Great. Those people are not for you. End of story. Why would you want to be with those people? But not asking those things, giving into advice that says don't ask those things, you're hiding that reality from yourself, right? You want to be with someone where you can say those things, right? Ask yourself that. that you want to be with someone where you could ask those questions, no problem. Back to square one. If you can't ask those things, those questions I just listed out, would you want to be with that person? I hope you say no. I hope, of course, you say you want to be with someone where you can ask for clarity, where you can say, hey, where have you been? What's on your mind? What are we? I hope so. So that is our standard. That is the new boundary we're setting. If you're constantly editing and, and rehearsing or biting your words out of fear of setting off some landmine, we need to take a step back, a big step back. If you're with the right person, a concept of a verbal landmine that you might set off, well, that becomes irrelevant because real connections aren't built on lists or strategies or walking on eggshells. They're built on honesty. With the right person, you can't say the wrong thing. Instead of compiling lists of what not to say, how about instead we focus on building a relationship where we can speak our minds freely? That's what we're talking about here, which then leads us to the real topic of how do you do that? How do you build that in a relationship? How do you know if you're with someone who is capable of providing a space where you can truly and openly speak your mind, where your words are met with understanding and patience and openness rather than unfair or fair in their minds, judgment? Well, that's a big topic, of course. Uh, we could take days probably to address it, but I was thinking about the most simple common denominator here. How do you create a relationship where you can literally say anything and it won't scare them off? Well, one piece of practical advice and then the deeper component. The first is, I think everything is about timing. Practically, everything is about timing. Saying, what are we after three dates? That's bad timing. <laughs> after 10 dates, okay, cool, timing. Just getting to know someone and you're hitting them with a, where have you been? We'll share your location too early after 10 dates. Okay. I think that we could be reasonable about at least asking that questions, right? We get timing wrong a lot in life. And you know, when you do, and someone reacts poorly to what you said or what you asked, we tend to then interpret that as there are things we should say, and there are things we should never say. When the reality is though, that was just timing. There's timing to it. In fact, I've done episodes on the idea of like slow love and fast love and how we tend to want fast love, but we deserve slow love. The love you deserve, the love that fosters a relationship where you can't say the wrong thing, that takes time. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. 
And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and a versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. So I say practice patience first. Practice empathy for the both of you. Challenge yourself too. If you're having anxious thoughts and those are manifesting in obsessive behavior or controlling behavior, obsessive questions, that's on you, right? That's not on them. So dig into yourself there. Step one, practically speaking. But once we've applied some of that thinking and and the timing element is no longer really a factor, how do you create a basis of judgment-free communication? Well, it certainly isn't about luck right? It's not about, oh, I finally found someone who allows me to do this. It's about effort. These things are built, right? Building a relationship where you can speak your mind, that's about creating a foundation of trust, right? So we're going back, right? Speaking freely requires trust and trust is built with transparency. So really this is about transparency. This is about you being open with your feelings, your intentions, your concerns. And this doesn't require oversharing every detail of your life, but it does mean letting the other person see your true self, setting the expectation that what you see is what you get. I'm going to be transparent. I'm going to show you that I have nothing to hide and that I value honesty. What do you think, right? That's how you were treating your relationship with them. And I know hearing that might sound like kind of lame and boring typical advice, but the only way to know if you're with the right person, again, that's someone with whom you can never say the wrong thing, The only way to know is to be an open book with them from the start. And in practice, I think this starts with small everyday moments, sharing how your day went, discussing a book that made an impact of you, opening up about your childhood. These are moments of sharing, and they might be seemingly minor, but they lay the groundwork for trust. For trust. They show that you are willing to let your guard down and trust the other person with things that matter to you. That creates the foundation where they do the same, You bond over it, and then any measure of saying right or wrong things, well, that starts to disappear. They're just things. They're just things that might require clarity, but they're just things. And you build that trust with transparency. I think it's the only way. Transparency builds trust, and trust means with the right person, you can never say the wrong thing. And yes, of course, in the process, you might realize that someone you're with isn't having it, and they're not for you right? You bear it all to them and they don't accept it. They judge it. Well, that means they're not for you. So now you can move on rather than wasting time. So this idea of being open and honest, it can only serve you. It either shows you that they're the right one for you and you can't say the wrong thing, or it shows you that they're not right for you. And now you can move on. No holding your tongue or reviewing some list. Painful, sure, but freeing. So 
That's the idea. I say, stop tiptoeing around trying to craft some perfect, you know, inoffensive persona. If you're playing mental and verbal gymnastics every time you open your mouth, worried about scaring someone off with your honesty, frankly, I think you're in the wrong game. This isn't about crafting a, a list of do's or don'ts to avoid stepping on some landmine. It's about recognizing that if you need such a list, you're probably with the wrong person. Just be honest. Be honest, be practical, but be honest. If they can't handle that, you know, if they can't handle the occasional questions or the asking for clarity on what are we, if they can't handle that without heading for the hills, that's good clarity for you. Yes, be practical. Yes, read the room. Yes, be patient. Challenge your anxious thoughts, yours. But at the end of the day, it's not wishful thinking to say you don't need a partner who flinches at, you know, honesty. You need someone who's down for the raw, unedited version of you, and you are looking for the same in them. So start by getting comfortable. Get comfortable with who you are, right? Of course, your quirks, your passions, your vulnerabilities. I think acceptance of your true self is the first step towards being able to share it openly with others and expect that to be the context of your relationship. And then don't shy away from expressing your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your desires openly with them. If something's on your mind, speak it. The right person will respect your honesty and they will engage with you on it more. If they don't, that's good clarity for you. Again, in the process, if you lose someone, we have to understand that rejection is not a reflection of your worth. It's simply an indication of compatibility, lack of compatibility. If someone can't handle your honesty, that again, it's practical honesty. It's better to know this sooner rather than later. So that's it under right here. I hope this was helpful in some way. If it was, I'd be so grateful if you'd share the podcast with a friend. Just send them the link to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. But that is it. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with 
BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. 